0: everybody and thank you for tuning back in for episode two of the 1036 check podcast today we have a special guest with us i'll jared explain who he
1: is we decided here on the the 1036 check to highlight hometown heroes Uh, they don't get the credit they deserve especially in you know mainstream media things like that so we wanted to take an opportunity to Highlight the good men and women out there that, uh, you know, got into this career for the right reasons and have, you know, worked every day to make sure they're making a difference and, you know, doing what it's all about. So, tonight we have uh, Tyson with us. How you doing tonight, Tyson? I'm good. Thanks yeah. for having me.
0: Yeah. So, we have Tyson on tonight because we want to hear his experiences. He's got uh, some time in law enforcement. Uh, we work with him pretty closely. Uh, we wanted to hear his take on law enforcement these days and his experiences and everything that goes with it. So, if you want to kind of introduce yourself, tell us your time in and where where you're at in your career.
2: Yeah, uh, like I said, my name's Tyson. Uh, I've been a police officer for three and a half years. Uh, I started uh, in the Air Force doing military law enforcement and security. Then when I get out, got out, I went to school for a few years, and then I uh, was debating on what I wanted to do with my life and decided I wanted to get into law enforcement. And started at a relatively big agency here and <clears throat> uh, did three years there. And that was a pretty active city. And then uh, decided I wanted something a little bit slower and I've been with a new smaller department for about six months now.
0: Yeah, the city that you came from, uh, that you started in, that was, I mean, it's notorious around here for being, like, slamming busy, uh, pretty ghetto, I mean.
2: Yeah, uh, relative to this area, but, um, yeah, we worked hard, Uh, we ran call to call, uh, did several reports a day, Uh, we would have to hold our reports to go help with another call. Um, I've been on several homicides, several shootings, several stabbings. Uh, I think as far as this area that we're in, it's one of the, it's probably the second uh, roughest city in the state.
1: Yeah, I'd say. I think per capita, I think there's actually data to back that up, so probably not too far off.
2: Yeah, um, and I've always heard of the data, I've never seen it, but um, the data that I've heard is that that agency is the hardest worked per officer, that each officer handles uh, the most calls
0: per officer.
1: Yeah, I'd buy that without doubt.
0: I mean, when you compare it to the agencies around here, right? It, uh, there's no doubt that's a slim and busy one. Yeah, the suburbs are nothing like that city
2: that uh, would... Take a lot to replicate that. I mean, it'll, it'll never happen
0: here. Which is sweet because I mean, you got you got to slow down. I mean, yeah. e- even where you're at now, if it got busy, yeah, it's still a slowdown. It's nothing compared
2: uh, here. I might, I, it's rare, but I might get lucky and get three hot calls a day. Uh, there, you know, I, it's not unlikely to get, get uh, five or six hot calls
1: each shift. Dude, that's nuts. Well, now you've kind of seen uh, the spectrum of you know, what those two different areas offer. Let's rewind a little bit and, you know, what what eventually got you to choose to pursue a career in law enforcement?
2: Uh, so my dad uh, mm-hmm. just retired from law enforcement. Um, my great grandpa was a highway patrolman after World War II. He was a shore policeman as well. Um, so I kind of checked both of those boxes. I really closely with my great grandpa, uh, doing military law enforcement and local law enforcement. Um, my grandpa was a firefighter, everybody in my family. Oh boy.
1: Two uh, different fields here, right? Yeah. Uh,
2: everybody in my family is, uh, not everybody, but a lot of my family I looked up to as first responders. Uh, in my, you know, when I was in high school, it was I always wanted to be a cop or a firefighter. I was actually leaning towards fire. Uh, as a senior, I was able to leave campus and go take an EMT course at a community college and uh, was going to pursue being a firefighter. Um, and then I did a ride along. So, here, uh, our sheriff's office is unique in the country, they do uh, paramedic services and law enforcement. Uh, and so, I did a ride along with the fire department here. That was slow, we did one transfer. Uh, a old lady to a hospital and I did it ride right along with the sheriff's office and I liked that it, you could self-pace but and stay busy uh, and I fell in love with the law enforcement and decided that's what I wanted to do so it kind of started as a almost a family career so to speak yeah uh you know I respected what my family did I saw that they were happy with their jobs and uh fulfilled fulfilled and knew they were doing the right thing. I wanted to do the same thing.
1: What's your dad think of you being in the profession?
2: Uh, it's been great. Um, great. We're pretty close. We're good friends. Um, you know, he's offered me a lot of advice. Uh, I mean, I don't know how he feels about me being in it. Uh, I don't want my kids to do it. If that
1: answers your question. Fair enough. I'm sure, it helps having a dad you can talk to about yeah, questions it's, and dads. Yeah, and...
2: We've been through a lot of the same situations. Uh, <clears throat> I've seen some pretty horrible things that he's seen as well, and it's been nice to have somebody that I can
0: uh, talk to. It's been there. Yeah, that's. It's got to be helpful having a having a parent in law enforcement.
2: Yeah, I it's... mean, I
0: I'm, I have I'm the only one in my family that I'm aware of that. Has ever done this. Mm-hmm. I mean, going back generations, I don't think anybody else has been in law enforcement, but um, it's definitely got to be helpful to have a person to, to bounce ideas off of and yeah. questions off of that you trust. And
1: um, We kind of hit on it on episode one, but I think our profession is notorious for being somewhat introverted. Right. You know, we don't really want to get out there and talk about all the things we have to see and do and deal with, but... You need that. You yeah. need someone to talk to. That's no, it's to, nice
2: where I, I probably wouldn't go to a friend with some of my issues. Uh, not issues, but, um, you know, I feel comfortable going to my dad, so that is,
1: that is he, very nice. He's seen it, has probably, you know, like I said, done some similar things, right. gets it. You know, if you t- were to talk to him, there's no judgment. You know, he's been there, done that, so I think it's a more empathetic ear sometimes. Exactly.
0: You know, and I had a when because when, I had taken a I actually took about an eighteen month hiatus from law enforcement at one point and I had a friend who was still in law enforcement and he would call me and kind of vent from time to time and he did so because a you know he knew I could keep that between us and b because he knew that. I'd understand it more than maybe that's relatable. Yeah. More than like a wife or a girlfriend would understand it. And he just kind of been, and you know, and it was, I, it was good. I'm glad that I was able to, to be that for him. And it's good to have a, a parent or a friend. Yes, yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah. You can, you can go through that. Tyson, what would you say is, I mean, what, what's been the, the highlight? I mean, you, you've been in number of years now. What would you say is a highlight of your career? Like what, what, when you go home and, what can you look back on and say is something that you are really proud of, really happy about? Uh, uh,
2: I mean, it's hard to narrow down one specific
0: uh,
2: time that I've been very sure. proud. Uh, right. I mean, I I was involved in a foot, foot pursuit and caught a homicide suspect. Uh, you know, stuff like that is uh, is important. Uh, you know, I'm glad to have been part of that, but that doesn't define my career. Um, honestly, like the one thing I like about this new agency that I'm at is that I can get out and communicate with the community. Uh, I have time to be proactive and, uh, can be a mentor somewhat to, uh, like kids. I, you know, I'll stop at a lemonade stand and, uh, that part's been nice. Um, I just, the biggest part that i like is that i can be there for the community um, right. i mean i've done a lot of a lot of things that i'm proud of but like i said they don't define my
0: career right now tell me the so you're you're the new agency you're at it's and when it comes to actual like proximity to your previous agency i mean you, you're not far no I mean, no not you, at all you're within 15 miles mm-hmm. at, at best yeah 10 12 15 miles. and I mean, tell me the difference in clientele. I mean, it, it's a it's a drastic change in. I mean, y- it was more of like a lower class, and now you're like more no. of an upper middle class.
2: Yeah. Area. Uh, I mean, there's got to be a drastic. Absolutely. So the area where I came from uh, used to be a very affluent area. Uh, there are gorgeous colonial homes. Um, you know that have been destroyed. They've been subletted, split into six, eight different apartments. Um, uh, Very heavy drug use. Uh, The people I dealt with frequently that set this other agency apart is uh, meth users. Uh, I mean, I dealt with meth users several times a day most of the time, Um, which is a horrible drug and does horrible things to people. in contrast yeah 15 miles away um uh, i'm in
1: an upper middle class area yeah you know, i uh, think you just hit it on the head a moment ago and it's something that's been on my mind recently is the the contrast that we need nowadays what regardless of what area you police but the, the contrast between enforcement and maybe your lemonade stand style policing right yeah and then I'm, I'm familiar with the area you're in and I know that uh, one of those is more relied on than the other, but um, I think just in our career in general, you need to have both. Absolutely. You need to be able to rise to the occasion and be that cop that can handle a tough situation, but then immediately be able to turn that off and go to a lemonade stand and you know fist bump some you know little kids selling lemonade and smile and you know, show them that we're pretty cool. But I, I do think there's you, you need both in what we do, and I think some officers, uh, maybe even myself included, are more one than the other, but I think the key nowadays, especially in our society, is to be able to balance between both and be able to fluidly move between both. Because um, like you said, depending on your day, you might have to be both of those officers mm-hmm. in a 12-hour shift.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, uh, one's easier to do than the other. You know, it's easy to be the lemonade cop and then go uh, respond and uh, you know, go g- get into a fight or respond to a robbery or something like that. It's a little harder to go from a robbery to a lemonade stand. Oh, absolutely. Um, but luckily at uh, the place I'm at now, I can choose. I, it, I can take time and uh, decompress. Um, we can all get together as a crew, uh, including with the fire department, which uh, we did the other day, which is a huge benefit. Um uh, now, the agency has that before. It was you'd clear uh, you know a, a physical fight with a suspect, and then you'd go to a domestic violence call and then you'd go to a vent inspection that had you know they'd been waiting for three hours. right? Uh, you know so the big differences is is that here I can uh, respond to
1: what the community needs fairly quickly. Yeah, that's good. Like I said, I just think that's uh, one of the things that we need to be better on in our profession is, you know, the individual needs to be better at balancing those two, you know, sides of things. But uh, for sure, the area that you're in and that you police can aid in that those transitions. But I agree 100%. It's harder to go from the enforcement side right back to the lemonade stand. Yeah, it's and I mean, tough. luckily,
2: I I feel like I. I know what I was getting into with law enforcement. I, I think I have a pretty good mindset. I, I mean, it's not hard for me to, go from a tough call to a, you know, go say hi to people. I, I don't hold things against people. I don't take things personally, as much as possible. And, uh, you know, it makes it easier to to have the right mindset and service. Sure.
1: So we, you know, these are important things to discuss, and I think they're important things for society to know that we've got a balance in our mind but at the same time I've mentioned in our previous episode but we do have a fun job yeah it's, absolutely you know some of the things we do and see or you know society wouldn't believe us if we told them so mm-hmm. can you think of a time in your years on so far that uh, just something funny that uh, you feel comfortable sharing that happened on duty
2: yeah I mean uh, the people that I've worked with uh, I've always been around fun people I think it takes you know sarcastic people to be able to handle what we see. Uh, I don't know why I was at this, I was at an elementary school and we were looking for somebody, I think. Uh, We had our flashlights out. There's two or three of us, we were looking around and uh, we got a radio call that just a block or two away. uh, It must've been a foot pursuit because we took off in a full on sprint. Uh, This other officer that I was with was a very fit guy, took off and uh, running around the back of an elementary school in the driveway. Didn't see a chain oh boy. and at uh, the chain, uh, probably about his calves at full speed and uh, went tumbling. I was 20 feet behind him uh, or maybe more. Uh, he was faster than I
0: was and uh, I just, I saw him go kind of tumbling. You know, uh, I, I think about that from like the bad guy's perspective. He's probably looking around going, yes,
2: <laughs> score. <laughs> like, yeah, luckily the uh, bad <laughs> guy wasn't around there, but uh, the, <laughs> uh, he hit hard. Uh, I'm sure he was in a lot of pain. He didn't let me know. Like he was like, oh, I'm good, I'm good. But
1: yeah. he, I'm sure, was sore the next day. Oh, yeah. It's fun. Good. Seen some tumbles recently too when I've been on duty. have you Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) can't imagine (laughs) that was.
0: (laughs) Yeah, rumor has it that uh, a few doorbell cams might have had me hit the ground on that. I'm still trying to run that down. So (laughs) I've been wondering why I haven't heard anything about that. You got to get on that. (sighs) I'd love to see. I'd love to see how horrible I looked going down and how weak it it looked.
1: It was graceful. I mean, it was all right. seen worse. (laughs) That's good. What advice would you uh, want to give anyone that may be listening that's uh, maybe on the fence about pursuing a career and what we do or, you know, given the current climate of things, would you encourage them or what do you think?
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that if you want to be a police officer that especially now seeing the news and you know what police work is, that you know that, uh, you know, they're out there uh, doing everything, going calls, uh, accidents. Keep the peace. Domestic violence calls, lemonade stands, robberies. Uh, if you know what you're getting to, getting into, and you still want to do it, um, I think you're the right person for it. Uh, I did a traffic stop uh, the other day. This kid was speeding through a neighborhood. Uh, like a twenty year old, and he said, "Hey." Once I came back, I just gave him a warning. He's like, "I want to get into law enforcement." What a I've been applying around, what do you recommend? You know, get your foot in the door with an agency. Um, stay out of trouble. Uh, keep an open mind. Realize that uh, there is a lot of negativity around. Uh, in the national media there is, but here, uh, there's not. So if you can, uh, segment the career, um, you know, I, I can't go to the gas station without somebody stopping me and saying thank you. So, uh, the national media has gone completely negative and it's made the silent majority less silent. Uh, so, uh, and they'll see it once they're out and be able to take that for what it's worth. Um, but that's been a huge benefit for me. Um, but yeah, if you want to do law enforcement, even with all the negativity around, go for it. Uh, it is a great career. Um, prepare yourself. Um, you know you are going to come across people that don't like you, for whatever reason. Whether it's they just watch the news and they've never had a negative contact with the police, or uh, they grew up in a family where their parents, you know, were uh, running into the police. Um, you know, there's different situations why people don't like us, but that's fine. Um, you don't have to like. Yeah. Like you guys said in the first podcast, I mean, and I don't even think that you have to treat the police with respect, but at least realize that, um, you know, whatever, that they are going to react to how you uh, portray
0: yourself. You know, one thing I've, I've said from the beginning is contrary to popular belief Police officers are normal people. Absolutely. We have kids. We have hobbies. We have homes. We have, we mow the grass. Yeah. Uh, we, water the, we, we vacuum the floor. We cook dinner. I mean, it seems like a lot of people under that impression that based on our job, that we're just kind of, you know, yeah robots. And, and that's not the case. We, we're normal people.
2: Yeah. Uh, so I've been in law enforcement three and a half years here locally. Uh, I think about five years ago or so like Mike, the cop and officer Daniels started up humanizing the badge, uh, and some other great people on social media, uh, and they, they're a nonprofit. They do great things for different communities. Um, but uh, just, the hashtag itself is a great idea, uh, right. because, uh, I try to avoid, uh, police things on like my social media and stuff. but. Also, not afraid to post a picture of me and my kids you know, after I get home in uniform, because uh, that means a lot to me. Um, I am a father. I've got two little boys. I've got a wife that I love. Um, you know, I like to spend time at home on my days off. I am not a cop when I'm off. I, um, you know, I have my own hobbies. I like to go biking. Uh, you know, shooting, which is a police somewhat hobby but a lot of people that aren't cops like that as well um i like to longboard and i there's a lot of things i like to do that is not nearly anywhere near the uh, law enforcement
0: right. so i am just a human <clears throat> and i, I, I and think it, that's important because i i mean over my career i've seen people that have just absorbed every aspect of this job and and that's okay i mean it's okay yeah. to be into your job but i've seen them take it to an extreme level where they're at home and that's that's all they do yeah like if you walk into my house uh, aside from a picture of me in uniform
2: with my kids you wouldn't be able to tell that I'm a cop Uh, there's no thin blue line decorations or anything like that Um, but I'm I am very proud of being a cop as well I know that I do good things right um you know I'm
0: just not gonna decorate my house in it right and that's that's you know like with my wife I mean We do, you know, the home decoration stuff like anybody else does. But I, you know, in in the first part of my career, I wasn't kind of in a bad spot mentally, and I've overcome that and moved past it. But, but I, one thing that's kind of remained the same, this remained a constant was we, I I do my job and I do it at my job. Mm -hmm. When I come home, it's, uh, I'm just me. Yeah. And, and I, and and she knows that I, and, and and there's nothing wrong with, celebrating your job and hanging thin blue line stuff up in your house. There's nothing wrong with that. But uh, for me, I was just like, we're not going to do that. It's, our home is going to be just our home. Yeah. What I do for work doesn't need to be hung on the wall. And once again, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just wasn't us. Yeah, it wasn't, isn't me. I, I need the time away to decompress. Uh, oh, absolutely. You, you, you don't need to be staring in the face all the time. And, and we, and, you know, uh, that's okay for some people, for us. No, it was, <laughs> I need to come home and not have, Police yeah. in my face all the time so yeah, yeah we we definitely all have our time away and that's that's a very good thing
1: that separation and like i said the decompressing is necessary and this is as much as we like it as much as you know we have a good time while we are out there most of the time there always is that that one call or that one experience that you just dealt with that it's gonna be tough to get over for a bit absolutely and any type of that decompressing and so I'm, I think all three of us are pretty big family men and mm-hmm. that helps and I mean, I love getting home and having my kids run up to me and that, just that alone helps me kind of bring down my stress and anxiety from the job. Yeah, I, I, uh, I live uh, in the next county over and
2: having a short drive home, uh, 20 minutes to myself <laughs> is nice and then getting home to the kids. Taking the uniform off and then being done with it is a huge benefit for me.
0: You know, Tyson, you said something just right then that was that's interesting, and I've I've noticed it over my career is uh, for a long time. I, I I mean, I live in the city that I used to work in. Me too. And the hard city that I worked in was yeah. where I also lived. See, and that that there's going to be a big contrast from what I'm about to ask you between you and I. But um, I I lived in the city I worked in, so when I when I got off work. I mean, you know, I, I'd say I was working a grave and I got off at six in the morning. I would be backed into my driveway at 6:55, or sorry, 5:55. Like just run that clock out. Once the clock struck six, I'd sign out, park my car in the garage, and I'd go inside. Uh, basically, I had zero time to decompress. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that those t- the the decompression time is few and far between anyway, but. I had zero Yeah, me too. And so I was there. I walked right inside. Uh, for me, and, and once again, I, I was nowhere near the rough town you were in. Um, but I would it, I would lay in bed. And I'd be like, sweet. I'm in bed at like 6.07. But I could not go to sleep right away. It, it took a little bit of time. Um, even if I had an easygoing night, it was just I had to wind down. I, mm-hmm. I had a lot going through my head. I mean, how much of that did you experience living in the city you worked in, being Uh, that it was a rough town? Yeah, I mean, I never got a break from the stress.
2: Uh, Once I was in my house, I was good. I worked weekend swings most of my career there. Um, I'd get off at midnight. I would have to be awake and doing something, watching TV or... uh, Or... uh, until about 2 a.m and then I'd go to sleep and that would drive my wife nuts because you know I'd sleep in because I didn't get much sleep and then I'd go to the Smiths and uh, you know I'd be worried about running into somebody that I had had a negative contact with the day before right. And it did happen. Uh, you know, I wasn't just uh, uh, you know, I wasn't just paranoid about it. it did happen. I, there were several times where I'd duck around the corner like, oh, I just don't want to see this person today
0: right right no oh,
2: i
1: can get that i mean we've all had that i think we all live pretty yeah. close to where we work it's uncomfortable
0: yeah yeah no it was that my drive home now is 20 minutes and it's nice to have oh it's it's amazing like a lot of people complain about their commute i mean granted we're in a company car yeah. company gas that, that makes it nice but just the fact that i have that 20 minutes to listen to radio i like i i I don't know about you guys. I physically turn my radio off and I shut my computer down. It's off. I don't hear anything. I mean, my car radio—I have it as low as it'll go, and there's a little bit of audio, but I don't listen to it. I'm just headed home. I, mm-hmm. I just head home, and it—I listen to the radio like a normal person. I think about nothing. I think about what I've got coming up tonight, what I've got going on in the morning. You know, if I have the—if it's the start of my weekend, it's like, well, I've got my weekend coming up. What am I? What i going to be doing? And that's that's a sweet decompression compared to what I lived yes. or worked in the city I lived in. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I needed it. Yeah. So my my commute home doesn't doesn't bother me a bit. No. Yeah. I enjoy it. Yeah. And and Jared, I mean, you're you're building a home. Um, you're going to be living right over here by me soon, so you'll still have a twenty minute commute home, 18, 20 minute home commute. But at the moment you're renting in a community. What do you have? A 30 minute drive? Yeah, it's about that. And not only is it a a 30 minute drive, it's a beautiful Beautiful. drive. Yeah. I mean, it it helps. I love that drive going up where you're at right now. And and you're just renting right there right Mm -hmm. now. But that's, it's, I mean, it's, I understand it's tough because you're working grades right now. It's tough making that drive when you're beat. But, that's gotta be a nice decompression.
1: Yeah, I enjoy it. I've gotten into audiobooks lately and that's kinda of my thing to kinda of chill out on my way to work and especially on my way home is just keep going with whatever <sighs> audio book I've got going right now and uh, yeah, I find a lot of help with that. By the time I get home I'm a little more calm and relaxed. Dude, and you gotta
0: I mean I'm sure you I'm sure you shed your gear, you hang up your stuff, and you hit the sack, and you're probably asleep. We'll Out like, like a light. <laughs> oh yeah, you know, and that's it's not to be said for that. Yeah, absolutely. Because you, just like me, lived in the same city you worked in at one point,
1: and you. I recommend those
0: listening don't do that. Avoid that at all costs. Yeah, and I as agree. much as you can. Yeah, as, as much as, as, as you can. can. I mean, we've obviously we've all done it. And that
2: was that was actually a huge draw uh, to the my first agency as I had bought a house there, yeah. and I I romanticized law enforcement uh, which is not anything negative but i was like i want to police the community that i live in and that was a huge draw but once i started doing it i was like oh man i i can't get a break from the stress which i need
1: it's a good
0: thought but yeah
1: there's a lot more
0: complications to it than you think you know when it it comes to any other industry oh heck yeah yeah put me right where i work that's but this is kind of a a wild card that it doesn't work like you think Mm -hmm. it would work because I mean, I worked in the jail years ago. I started my career in the jail and I lived no kidding, 50 miles from my, from the jail in the County I worked in. And you'd hear the guys all the time. They're like, Oh, I bumped into so-and-so at the the grocery store. I'm like, dude, I never had that. It it was never an issue, but well, uh, we are out of time for tonight, uh, for episode tonight, Tyson, we appreciate you coming out and, uh, give us your experiences and your thoughts and opinions in the field um i'm certain we'll have you back
1: back on um you know per our segment like i said the whole hometown hero idea uh tyson's one and we need men just like him men and women that do this job for the right reasons and you know find joy and pride in what they do and that's why we want to highlight men and women just like him on the show and show our appreciation and hopefully you as listeners can uh, do the same and find your own unique ways to you know thank the officers and people out there that are doing the things for the right reasons and you know show that the media isn't portraying you know the accurate and correct story of our profession
2: yeah and i i appreciate you guys having me on
1: uh it's weird
2: being called a hero uh especially in this company um in the company, I've always worked around and been around. Uh, I am no different than any other police officer. Uh, I've been, you know, I've done some extraordinary things, uh, but I was just in the right place at the right time. And everybody else that I've worked with would do the exact same thing that I've done. Um, You know, so we don't, I mean, we're not, we are heroes, but we're, that's weird to be called one uh, and singled out because I've done nothing different than anybody else. in this career field. Right, well, so we
0: can agree to disagree. Those those that work with you are honored to do so, Tyson. So we appreciate having you on, um, and we'll definitely have you back, man. So, guys, go ahead and subscribe if you haven't already. Um, check out our merch. We're going to have that. Uh, is that live yet, Jared? It's live. I'll get everyone the links and they can get on and check it out. Fantastic. Um, until next time, uh, you guys have a fantastic evening.